Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. All right, welcome to this week's episode of The Armory. Eliana and I were just having a conversation about how during the podcast, she tends to start (laughs) quieter and get louder. And it's a problem for him who's adjusting our mics. So So I'm going to try really hard this time to talk the same level. (laughs) By the end, you're just like screaming at the mic. (laughs) I think I just get excited as we're talking, and so I talk louder. This is not a video podcast. Eliana has a sweater on. (laughs) She has a blanket on. She's very... No, you know what I was thinking is we went to the Be So Alive a couple years ago last year, Uh which is that podcast we listened to for those who don't know, Becoming Something. They did like a live event where they had a studio audience. Two years ago. We went to the first one. They've had a second one since. It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, But we went to the first one they did and I was just thinking to myself, not that we never (laughs) get to the amount of people where we're doing that, but I don't (laughs) know how they would do that because I like... I'm like all wrapped up in my blanket. I like to be cozy. I'm like, I feel like that's not fun to like have people oh, watch man, it was us like do a party. This. No, that was like a party. But even the new fad, we're like, I think it's good for people who are like hearing impaired. Like they that new thing where people will watch YouTube videos of people doing podcasts. Yeah, video podcast. Video podcast is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not. It's really the podcast, nice. and they have a video version of it. Yeah. Most podcasts do nowadays. Oh, we're behind the times? Yeah, we just don't have that kind of setup. Neither. This podcast... Never mind, I was about to say something. I was about to reveal information not yet to be revealed. About what? Now I'm... I'll I'll tell you off air. It's about a different podcast. Oh. But it's not... It's not one we're doing. Oh, I gotcha. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Anyway, Eliana's cozy. She's ready for this podcast. It's funny, I was golfing today with some friends... And one of the guys I was golfing with, I go to the gym with, and he just got married. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Chris. Does he listen to our podcast? Uh, I don't know. Oh. We'll find out in a second. <laughs> I'll find out if his wife listens to it in a second. <laughs> He's, we, I, I, I can't remember. Oh, we were talking about how hot it was outside and how we both don't like the heat because it was oh, yeah. really hot today. Like the sun was just beating down. Yeah. And he was like, oh, man, we're the same. He's like, I just, I'd rather it be cold than hot. Like, I'd rather it be winter more wintry weather than like hot summer weather Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah my wife is but it's just weird because she i've never once heard her say i'm comfortable (laughs) she always either i'm so cold or i'm so hot no matter what the house is i think i like there's never of being and and he was like oh my goodness that's the same exact thing he's like and i think it's just a wife thing that they're just I don't know if any husband has ever heard their wife on the couch or something just go, I really enjoy the temperature in here. <laughs> I don't think that's ever been uttered. No, but you know the it's one always, time. It's always, I'm cold or I'm the hot. The one time I actually did that to you in our lives, I remember this specifically. I told you, wow, I really like this temperature. This that is like has a really never weird occurred. Thing. No, it has. It was the first time I ever rode in your car as a Honda pilot. Okay. Wait, no. Is it a pilot? What was that? Yeah, it's Honda pilot. Honda pilot. That old Honda pilot, you said? And... For people who don't know about Matt's Honda Pilot, in the passenger side, 
wind would come through. Do you remember? On like the passenger side? No. There's like, I don't I've know if there was I've never been the passenger side Yeah, of you, car. Never, you always <laughs> drove, I guess. Um, I don't know if there was like a hole in the bottom, but like whenever we would drive back and forth from your parents' house to my parents' house, it would be like way colder on that side because then when I would switch to driving, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's why you have the heat on. But the first time I rode in there, we were going to Panera at Moody. And I remember telling you, like, you keep your car at a perfect temperature because it's always nicer to be colder in the car with, like, the air on so you're not, like, suffocating in the car. That's true. And everybody always keeps their car way too hot. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that. That's funny. I, I remember going to Panera. I don't remember you making that comment. Oh, maybe I didn't say it. Maybe I just thought Well, you, put, you couldn't have because no woman, no wife has ever said that to her husband. <laughs> we weren't married. We weren't married, so it's possible you did say it. That's funny. Anyway. That was like a long tangent. What were we even talking about? Me having a blanket on right you're now? About, you're just cozy. The funny thing is I'm actually still cold because I'm wearing course, shorts underneath and then you should have worn sweatpants. And I've never not been comfortable. So there's that. <laughs> anyway. It's, what's the date today? Monday? Yesterday was Father's Day. Yeah. First Father's Day for me. Happy Father's Day. It was fun. Went to church. What else did we do? We went out to lunch. Went out to lunch with a friend. Our baby slept. So good. So good through past tr- couple days. Through lunch, like which was he never does that. No, he slept. Yeah, he was in asleep the in the restaurant. And I went with a friend. This is funny. I told so like I went golfing today. I just said that one of the friends I went golfing with, another friend, not the one I just talked about. <laughs> we went to lunch with him yesterday. Both of us, yeah. And I, after that, I went with him to a used golf store. It's called Second Swing in Columbia, Maryland. Really cool store. And I'm looking at these golf clubs. And for anyone who plays golf, it's a golf club that basically just sent, meant to send the ball really high in the air, not distance club. It's a 60 degree wedge. For anyone who knows what I'm talking about. And Is I'm looking this at these be a used golf clubs. Podcast because no. I can't handle. I'm looking it. at this used club, and I'm like, I didn't tell Ileana. I didn't ask Ileana if I can like buy something. Like I didn't talk to her about it because we budget a lot. You know, I don't just buy things randomly. Right. And the clubs aren't that cheap, but it's a used club, and so. I, I get the club, I get home, I'm like, I bought something, I didn't tell you. And she, Ileana's like, oh, I, I assumed you would. And I told that story to Travis, mm-hmm. and he made the exact same face that I, he knew exactly what I was thinking. If I knew that you knew I was going to buy a club, Why I would have bought a much I? more expensive <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I used it today, and it was amazing. I thought you liked it, though. I loved it. It's, that's a, it's amazing. I'll probably get it regripped, but that's about it. Okay, we're done Is with golf Is it like regripping a tennis racket? Because I've yeah. done that. I could do it. So you it. can't do, you can't, oh, you, can't you have to have yourself. like a machine to do your, oh. to do that. But it's the same idea where it's really, really easy and cheap. I help you out. I'm, I'm sure you could figure it out, but we don't have the equipment here. It's I not, it's you. not as easy as a tennis racket, but it's the same concept. Okay. For all the people like me who don't like golfing, let's change topics. All right. What should we talk about? I don't know. Tennis? <laughs> no. How, Nobody likes tennis how either. How warm it was today? Let's talk about our series. <laughs> all right anyway we're almost done with our series on the fruit of the spirit ooh, ooh. we've gone through love joy peace patience kindness goodness gentleness we skipped faithfulness because we were doing gentleness with goodness but now we're on faithfulness. wow you really remembered all of that good job we're on faithfulness and next time we'll be doing self-control and we will be done we're excited about self-control we're excited about faithfulness too but we yeah. kind of started this whole top podcast for self-control so anyways so what's what is faithfulness? Are you asking me to give? Yeah, me an how would answer? you describe it? <clears throat> I think. Why would that be a fruit of the spirit? No, no. 
Uh, why would it be a fruit of the Spirit? Is that what you said? Yeah, either one. I was thinking about what I was going to say, and then you asked another question. I can't okay, what is compute both those things. To me, faithfulness, I equate it to like commitment, steadfastness. Um, therefore, I think it would be, I'll answer both your questions. I think it would be a fruit of the Spirit because it's necessary for our walk with the Lord. Um, I think, what are you I'm just at? like watching, this is funny. <laughs> Eliana's like swinging her water bottle, about to hit the <laughs> mic, about to slam it on the table. And I'm looking at her like, I'm trying to tell her without <laughs> saying anything, which now we're saying, stop doing that. <laughs> Do we need to start over? <laughs> because it's going to start hitting things and people are going to be like, what is that sound? We don't need to start over. This is fun. Okay. Continue your tangent. You don't need any water. <laughs> That's my train of thought. Okay, faithfulness. I would say like commitment, steadfastness. Um, mm. When we think about being faithful, we think of, I think, like a relationship. Yeah. And so in our relationship with the Lord, how are we being committed? How are we doing what we say we're going to do? How are we sticking to our word? How are we committing? How are we um, pursuing him above all other things? How mm. are we making him a priority? Um, and so I think when we think about the fruit of the spirit, right, we know it's not about us. It's about him and what he's helping us do um and so faithfulness is one of those things just like all the other fruit of the spirit where as much as the spirit's helping us do it um we know it takes work and dedication and Mm -hmm. commitment to follow through on that yeah that was a good definition that was like solid we could just wrap this up (laughs) i feel like i like the way i tied it into like relationships yeah. I think that is what people go to. Yeah. That's like the big word today. So-and-so wasn't faithful to me. Yeah. Or they're not being faithful. And I think while that could maybe help us understand a little bit about faithfulness in Scripture, what it means, there's just so much more to that as well. Yeah. I definitely think it's a good picture. It's interesting because faith is a lot – faith Faith can be a lot of things. I mean, faith is confidence, right? It's not mm-hmm. wishful thinking. It's not hope. Like, it's not a – Oh, I wonder if this is going to happen. I mean, that's literally what the word faith means. It's like from the Latin, like con fide, with faith, confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's that element to it. But then there's also the, this crazy element where you read like in the Old Testament or you read like Hebrews 11, where it says things like Abraham by faith yeah. was justified. Having faith in God, in Abraham's case, or in the sense of like us, like you having faith in what Christ did for you produced justification yeah and and salvation in your life because of christ's atoning death on the cross mm-hmm. so faith is just i feel like this multifaceted. Crazy, yeah and I, I don't think we think about it like that a lot especially if we're looking through the framework like you just mentioned think about the fruit of the spirit can we have faith outside of the spirit no we can't and that's kind of what we're looking at through this whole series is these are fruit not of just the individual not of a person can't just conjure up goodness uh, or at least something a goodness that can please god faith is not something that just happens um, it's definitely something the spirit works in you and works through you for which is so countercultural too oh yeah like, and it makes you think like of course people are going to be unfaithful if they're not following the lord yeah because <laughs> it's not something you can do in and of yourself as a christian right like it's not something where you just are, maybe is it easier for some people than others? Yeah, probably. 
But I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like, do you have a saving relationship with God? Mm-hmm. And is the Holy Spirit working in and through you? And do you actually have faith? Like, are you confident in who the Lord is? Are you living a life to please him in all circumstances? Like all of that, I think ties in i feel like faithfulness just kind of ties in all of our theology of what it means to be a christian it does because there's certain aspects of our salvation where maybe okay we're saved we've been justified it's a one-time thing we're not constantly i don't don't need to keep getting justified i've been justified been made just been made righteous and then i'm constantly getting sanctified right there's like there's those are different things but faith is different um because i do have to have faith in order to receive salvation Mm-hmm. Faith marks that moment, but faith doesn't stop there. It continues going on. Um, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to continue to have faith. We're supposed to keep the faith. We're supposed to be faithful, and it's just this ongoing thing. And I think oftentimes we either think of it as a singular event, mm-hmm. or we looked at it as a wishful thinking, like, oh yeah, like I have faith that's going to happen. And you're not really, it's not a confidence that you have. In, in something like the Lord, which is something yeah. much greater than we are. It's kind of like a, a, a hope. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I do have faith. Like I have faith that my team's going to win. Uh, I think our modern language dumbs it down. But I think you're right. Along with everything else in the Pretty much. English language. <laughs> but I think you're right. It is. Um, it really ties in our, all of our theology. I like this um, quote from got questions about faithfulness one of the resources we like to share with you guys is a very very thing we like about god questions is it's very simple um their answers are based on scripture they're full of scripture and they just give you these complete um, and well thought out answers for your questions got questions ha 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 so i'll link this in the show notes but the last section of this is talking about what is faithfulness regarding the fruit of the spirit it's talking about specifically um galatians 5 Galatians 5, right? I always forget. Yeah. Um, It says, Faithfulness is believing that God is who he says he is and continuing in that belief despite the vagaries of life. Hmm. Which is like pretty much what you're just saying. Well, sorry, is there more? I'll I'll keep going, but you go ahead and say No, you finish because mine's like a long thought. That's fine. I'm not going to forget where I was. I don't want you to forget what you're going to say. Well, the thing I was going to say is that is the same as a definition of faith that my parents have learned from the church that they that we grew up in. What is that? I think I've shared it before. I think you have. Let's share it again. Believing in the word of God, acting on it, no matter how I feel. Ooh. Because God promises a good result. The vagaries of life. Yeah. So believing who God says he is, right? Is that what it said? And then acting that out. Or, believing that God is who he says he is and yeah. continuing so believing in that the belief, word of God. Despite vagaries, by the way, is just a fancy way to say the vagueness, the uncertainableness, Which the things that are confusing. You could replace about that life. with what I said. So believing in who God is, acting on it, no matter how we feel. Mm-hmm. So I was just think that's interesting. Similar. Literally, listen to this. Listen okay. to how it keeps going. It's going to be funny how it ties in. Functionally, that means we trust what God says in the Bible and not necessarily what the world or our own eyes tell us. Yeah, exactly. We trust He will work out everything for good. We trust he will work his will in us. And we trust that our situation on earth is nothing compared to our future reward in heaven. Yeah. This is a, an amazing definition of faith because it's all-encompassing. The only way we can have such faith is by the Holy Spirit's influence, which is what we've been talking about with the fruit of the Spirit, mm-hmm. the fruit of the Holy Spirit. 
And because this, go ahead. because the only re- way the reason you need the Holy Spirit is because you are going to always fall into your feelings if you're not saved by the Lord, right? Like that's what the Scripture tells us mm-hmm. in Ephesians and in Colossians and all these areas. Like Paul talks about. You used to walk like this, futile in your thinking, basically saying like we're ruled by our emotions. Yeah. We're not thinking with any purity or any truth, right? It's even in the top of Galatians 5. Yeah. <laughs> so like all of this that got questions is saying, maybe there's more that you'll read, but all of that is saying we need to be certain in who we know God is and in our relationship with him in the spirit will help us to believe those things and be faithful and have faith and trust him and act that out no matter what else is going on mm-hmm. around us. Yeah. This is how it finishes. He testifies to the truth. This is talking about the Holy Spirit and impels us to seek God. The spirit makes us faithful. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that last line. Um, the spirit makes us faithful. Yeah. It's not the spirit helps us to be faithful we do 80% of the faithfulness and the spirit gives us that extra 20% push. Like we, if you take anything away from the series we've been doing on the fruit of the spirit, it's that all of these qualities, which are obviously things the Christian wants to do, mm-hmm. obviously things that would please God if Christians living out can only, only, only be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. There's no, no other option. And I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, that is. What would you say... I'm trying to think here a way we could pose this for someone who like wrestles with this because I imagine there are people who wrestle with the issue of being faithful, remaining faithful, maybe specifically in their relationship with the Lord, with the Lord. And maybe it's because they haven't had any human relationships that mm. faithfulness has been a part of. Yeah. Um, one of the major examples I go to and you think about father's day, right? Yeah. There are people who really have a hard time right. trusting that God is a good father because mm-hmm. they had a really cruddy father. Yeah, um, Their father was not good. And so when they read about a good father, their first thought is, that can't be true. Yeah, uh, I've never seen that before. And so when we talk about faithfulness, and we're talk- called to be faithful with the power of the Holy Spirit, knowing that that pleases God, there are people who have never really experienced that. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, and there's probably Christians who are born again and because they have this human relationship barrier in this faithfulness category, they have a hard time seeing the f- God is faithful. Because mm-hmm. that's the other side of it, right? We This isn't just for us. We need to be faithful. We need to be faithful. Why do we need to be faithful? Because we serve a God who is nothing but faithful. Yeah. But people, I think people have a hard time believing that. No, I think you're right. And I, go ahead. You're right to say I was just going to answer a question. I think two things can be true at one time. And so it's like really hard when um, people have that life experience, maybe with their own dad or maybe with people, other people in their life, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or something, you know, um, where somebody hasn't shown them love or somebody hasn't shown them like an unwavering character, right? Mm, yeah. Because that's when we're talking about having faith and trusting in the Lord, what we're trying to say is I'm going to trust that God's character is unwavering, that he says who he is, who he says he is, that he's going to remain constant and steadfast and strong and um, be my protector and all of these things. Um, I'm reading in Psalms, all the characteristics of God, I'm writing them out in each Psalm and over and over it's that he's our refuge, right? And so we have to actually believe that in order to have faith in who God is. Um, that can be true, that all of those things are true about God. 
Um, and it can be true that we have no examples of that in our own life yeah. apart from him. Sure. Which makes um, it hard to see it. Well, and I think that the thing that's I've had to share over and over with people in my life or even in my own life, not necessarily about this, but maybe other things like take like God's love, for example, like if there are times in my life where I've experienced a love that wasn't pure or wasn't kind or really loving, um, I have to take myself this can sound insensitive, so I want to make sure I can finish explaining it. I have to take myself out of my circumstance and look to who God is. And so what we're not saying when we say that is your circumstance doesn't matter or um, that wasn't important or it didn't shape you, right? Like our memories and the things that happened to us, like we we do remember those. Um, I've read books before, like I'm thinking of like end of memory and things like that where it talks about how our memories really do impact us and shape us like scientifically in our brain. And scripture also talks about that. It talks about how we can change our thinking to look to Christ. But what that requires us to do is to no longer think about those things and to think about something else instead. Hmm. And so, which matches up with what science tells us about the brain too. So as much as we maybe have these really real experiences of, of people not being faithful or people hurting us and us not being able to trust people um we have to constantly remind ourselves of what scripture says and putting out truth instead and so scripture talks about this balancing of putting off things and putting on things we have to take away we have to put off all of these thoughts of but i've experienced this and my dad was like this and this person treated me like this and we have to say okay yes and what else can be true Um, It can be true that God still loves you, that God's character is faithful, that he's our refuge, that he's our strength. Um, And I think the more we can take ourselves out of what we've experienced and look at what we can experience in God through scripture, the more we are going to be able to be faithful to him and trust him. Hmm. That's a good word. I don't even know if I want to add anything to that. Hmm. (laughs) You don't, that doesn't happen very often. Wow. That was well said. Hmm. Cause it's hard, you know, I, I feel for people like that. Yeah. And I definitely, I agree with what you said. There are definitely times in my life where I'm, I'm not looking to God as faithful. I'm questioning. Yeah. Where is your faithfulness? Because I, this isn't how I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And theologically, I know that's incorrect. Yeah. Um, but it's still hard to not be ruled by our emotions. Because they're God-given emotions, and they can be great things. Um, but I think so when I when I when I let them rule me and struggle with that, I, I easily forsake the faithful God, mm-hmm. and I find myself looking at the the God who isn't fair, the God who doesn't give me what I want, and, and yeah. that's a that's a dangerous path to be on because that's just not who God is. And it's really sad because if I think about the people in my life who have denied who God is, um, a lot of them are people who have the most theological knowledge. Yeah. Or the deepest intellectual understanding of what the Bible says. Yeah. Um, and really what they're, well, I would say part of it's pride. But really what what is happening is they're saying, nope, all of this knowledge I have can't be true um, because of these circumstances. Yeah. And, and what we're doing when we say that is we're really just denying who God says that he is because we think that we know something better. We think yeah. that we know something that he doesn't. 
and we're choosing to believe our own thoughts and feelings not even just our feelings our own thoughts of what we've made up to think um, instead of what god says he he is yeah it is a pretty prideful position to assume that every feeling i have is an accurate reflection of the world and of truth. <laughs> every time I've experienced a feeling, that is how things are. Well, that is the most, now that I think, as I'm thinking out loud about mm-hmm. that, that is the most arrogant thing one could think. Well, and that that's, that's what how our, we live. at least our culture, I would say the world, that's what our world is being ruled by. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it just makes me sick thinking about it. Like, it's just funny to even hear you say those words out of your mouth because, I mean, you get canceled when you say that. You know, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, can we say that word on our podcast? Is our podcast going to get flagged or something? We get canceled. Te- um, technically. <laughs> can. Um, <laughs> I just mean like. Canceled. No, I can't even remember the phrase you said about it. But when right. we're talking about like how that's arrogant to think that all of my emotions are valid or are how the world yeah. is actually perceived, right? That's literally why the world is what it is today. Yeah. Because people had a feeling or a thought, and they just assumed that that was real. Yeah, it's, and they assume they're correct. They assume they're correct, and they don't want to take other people's feedback. Yeah, because two things again. Let's let's play on the two things can be true at once. You can have a real feeling mm-hmm. and be wrong. Those two things oh, can't, yeah. don't have to yeah, be yeah, yeah. don't have to be separate. That feeling is real. The feeling is genuine. That feeling is an accurate representation of what you're going through or what you're experiencing, yeah. and you can be wrong at the same time. Well, it's like that question we've talked about before, like asking people, what's the problem in, like, is the way you see it? What's the situation the way yeah. you see it? Like, because the way you see it, I mean, it's like, think of a child. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to my niece who's five, the problem the way they see it is they got a toy taken away from them. Can they be upset about that? Of course, they yeah. got a toy taken away. Um, what they don't know is the toy that got taken away is going to hurt them or is dangerous. Yeah, because your sister and brother-in-law are very, they have lots of dangerous toys laying around. <laughs> I was, I don't know why I picked my niece and not my own son. I was thinking What's in my t- head that he is not old enough to do that, but he certainly is oh, old enough to he's, be sinning. He's old enough to hurt himself. That's the funny thing, because he's constantly trying to do things that he doesn't realize will hurt him. <laughs> yeah, so in his mind, okay, this is kind of silly because it's a kid, but I think we do the same thing as adults. In his mind, yeah. he's like, why am I not allowed to climb the TV? Right? Because all he sees <laughs> in front of him is the TV and he wants to do that. All he sees is a climbing thing and he loves climbing things. Yeah, what he doesn't know is that he falls, he gets hurt. Yeah. And so... What he doesn't know is that if he gets hurt, I'm not going to help him. <laughs> oh, gosh. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but we do that, you're right. We do the same. There's not a, there's not an iota yeah, the problem of difference is, in the it. The problem is once you become an adult. It's drastic consequences. But you also are just like, oh, I don't have to listen to you. Yeah. Who, who, how do you know better than what I yeah, know? Atticus can't choose to not be brought off of the thing. Right. Because we are stronger than him. We're going to pick him up. But when you're an adult, it's different. I saw this uh, Instagram video actually today and I thought it was interesting. I don't even think they were Christians, but it was talking about marriage. And maybe they were Christians. doesn't matter, I guess. They were talking about marriage and they were saying our spouse should be, um, we should believe that our spouse is like the perfect mirror to ourselves. So if I've chosen you to be my spouse, I trust that you understand me and you know me. And so if I say something and you say like, hey, that came across really rude or hey, are you sure you're not upset right now? I have to trust what you're saying because... 
I'm trusting you to like be a mirror to me because you know me the best out of everybody hmm. apart from the Lord. Interesting. And so it was just an interesting thought to me. I was like, is that true? I don't know if that's true. I think, but I think for the most part, it could be true. Like we have to be willing to, I'm going to use the word submit because I can't think of a better word, equally submit ourselves to our spouse and say, or the people who we have speaking into our life to say, if they're giving me feedback about something, the way they're perceiving me say something, I have to trust them to an extent because they know me really well. Obviously, yeah. that's going to look different with everybody. But where did we even, how did this even tie into faithfulness? Not being too prideful to say, yeah. like, we can trust and be faithful in the Lord. Yeah. Allowing other people to speak into that and tell us what God says is true. And I think it's hard to see how that's comforting to let yeah. go of that and let God take control of that and be who he is <laughs> and trust that he'll be who he is perfectly. But once that hurdle is, once we go over that hurdle, it is the most comforting place you can be. It's just the most gracious. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a safer place you can be mm-hmm. than experiencing God's faithfulness and seeing his faithfulness, knowing he will always be faithful and going, well, now based on that, I'm called to a life of faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And that is the sweeter life. That's like, that's the good life. If we're thinking about like, what is America after? We're after the good life. We want the best. The good life is submission to the father and letting him play out his sovereign plan Mm. and us getting to be a part of it and seeing what he's doing because we trust him and we know he's faithful and we're going to be faithful to him. That's That's the good life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think, I don't think people get it. I I certainly don't. Um, I I could say it really easily. I, I fall short here all the time. But I think this is a crucial area that if we can we can figure this out, um, life's just life's just gonna be better. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be sweeter, and it's gonna be a more. We're gonna have a deeper relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, agreed. Got anything else you want to add? I don't think so. No, I think that's good. We can leave it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Any challenge? I didn't think of one. Hmm. What do we have a challenge? I'm trying to think of how this what. What is a practical challenge we can give someone based on this? We've been watching a lot guys, of Jeopardy. Yeah, here. we. So I don't know if you guys know anything about Jeopardy, but there's a new version of it that just it was like a tournament that just yeah, happened. I think it's kind of old. It's called Jeopardy. I think it just came out oh. this year. Oh yes, like yes, a couple yes. months. Like this a month is the ago. first winner they've had. So it's called Jeopardy Masters, and they basically take some of the best Jeopardy players that are like actively still playing Jeopardy, and they. There's like six of them, and they play in every single possible combination. They play each other like 15 times. So you watch 10 episodes. It's like that button on your graphing calculator when you can figure out all the possible situations. Yeah, they play constantly. Like they're just playing all these rounds all over and over again. So you're seeing the same six people playing over and over and over. And it's really fun. 10 episodes, which is 20 games. Yeah, and then the last game they played four episodes. They did four rounds, basically. Anyway... It was really fun to watch that, and the tangent from that was I was doing the Jeopardy <laughs> theme waiting music. But, I don't know. Do you have a challenge? I think I can't think. <laughs> yeah. I think you just have to say to yourself, like, what do I need to let go of in order to surrender and trust in the Lord? Hmm. Like, in take stock of that. What take stock of that? Yeah, you have you know take inventory. Is that like the same thing? Yeah, but that's not like really what people say. 
<laughs> you know, take stock of your life or you gotta take stock of something like the stock like at a grocery store what do we oh, have yeah. saying take inventory is the same thing but i got you anyways <laughs> the challenge i guess would be like is there something in your life that's hold- withholding you from being surrendered to the lord mm-hmm. like trusting that you can be you can be faithful because you trust in him yeah maybe it's not a physical thing like tv like oh, maybe no, it's a past it's relationship not- that you've been hurt by and you can't let go of the fact that there could be a faithful person out there and that his name is Jesus. Or that you really want to get married and or you want to be healed of something and you you can't see how God's helping you mm-hmm. through that and you think that like your way is Yeah, he's not faithful. Sufficient. He's not coming through for me. He's not following through on his promises. He's not a good God. Yeah, if we're ever questioning like God's not being faithful in this way, the real question is like, what area do we need to be faithful to Him? I think a that good, we're not? yeah, I think a good litmus test for believers, especially if we if we intellectually can say that we know what's true, if we ever find ourselves feeling in a way contrary to what Scripture says about God, it's a it's a good time to immediately stop and say, okay, where am I wrong? And how not, do we do that <laughs> in community? Yeah, not am I wrong? You are wrong. <laughs> it's where am I wrong and how can I fix this and how can I get over this hurdle and don't be prideful when people try and tell you why you're wrong yeah that's a good word faithfulness we are really close to being done with this series we did a lot of tangents on that episode so hopefully what we ca- said was came across clear there's no one listening right now they, they they tuned out by this point they tuned out after the second golf analogy <laughs> second golf in the first five minutes yeah that was quite a bit so can i say one more thing about jeopardy (laughs) jeopardy go for it if people are still listening they're obviously interested in whatever we have to say so for those who and if you haven't watched the jeopardy masters and you do because changed Ileana's life (laughs) just let us know if you get any of the answers right oh my goodness i will say if you have to pick somebody in your life matt and i do this like if you had to pick somebody who you think could win jeopardy who would it be hands down it's matt Okay, huh. I'm just saying. I'm not just saying that because be he's my husband. Myself. No, I know, but I just think, like, I'm not saying that because you're my husband. Like, I think a lot of people would actually say that about you. But those master's questions are hard. Even, like, the Bible theology section, which they actually had a lot of. Yeah, they had a reason. ton of Bible questions, and some of them I challenged. There was no yeah, way. Yeah, they are not Some real. of those were not correct. They would say, like, this verse ends with blank. And you're like, that is not, you know the Greek tune. That was not <laughs> That is incorrect. Anyways, just let us know if you've gotten any of the master's questions right and if you think it's harder than the regular. It has to be harder. It's definitely harder than the regular. I was just telling someone about Jeopardy (laughs) Masters, which is funny that this has taken up so much of my life. But I was telling them, like, I'm pretty good at guessing. Let me watch. If we ever watch this regular Jeopardy. We should go back and watch How old are we? Like 60. I'm pretty good at guessing regular Jeopardy questions. Like, I can get a decent amount of them. Because you know a lot about a lot of things. I don't think I... It doesn't mean I think I'd be good at Jeopardy. I think I would f- freak out up there and, like, forget oh, how to say yeah. my name. Being but, good at Jeopardy is different than just knowing the answers, I guess. But the Masters ones are insane. I got a couple of them, maybe. Now, well, I'll tell you this. They had a celebrity version of the Jeopardy, oh. or they just had famous people. <laughs> so, there's no there's no intellectual qualifications. They're just famous people who weren't doing a movie and needed <laughs> some clout, so they got them on Jeopardy. Those questions are easy. easy Literally, man. I answer so, And the celebrities them. are dumb. They don't get anything right. 
I have no problem saying that because I think the celebrity class is destroying our country. Because oh. they're, they're people with minimal intelligence who okay. think they're the I'm gonna stop spokespeople you. I'm for gonna our stop nation. You. I'm going to stop Matthew because it's late. It's late. <laughs> we can get on it? a tangent. It's almost 8 o'clock. I just mean like... Crazy. We've been going for a long time and... 35 you minutes. You sound heated. Heated? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening. I really do know my prayer... Ooh, my prayer was really like that if we said things that weren't clear that the Lord would make it clear to you and that this would be helpful. So... Send our podcast to people if you think it can be helpful to them. Let us know any questions. Um, we want to be helpful. We want to. All I keep wanting to say is help. We want to help. Help, help, help. Eliana says there's a hidden <laughs> message in here. Help, help. <laughs> no, we love doing this podcast. It's really fun, and we love interacting with you guys. So if there is anything you guys want us to talk about, because we're getting to the end oh my goodness. of this we need, series. We need content. Send us an email. Message us on Instagram. On Spotify, you can send a message. Or you can like write something at the bottom of the episode. Put what you want our next episode after the series. But we just found out that most of our listeners are actually on Apple Podcasts. That's true. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, give us a comment, yeah. and then slide into our DMs. And, and then give us a- also uh, get a Spotify account. It's definitely better. And then we'll be good. Oh my. Anyway. Goodbye. See you guys. Goodbye.